We all know that the idea of mishpatim are the kind of mitzvahs that are called mitzvah sichlius, logical, rational mitzvahs, as opposed to chukim, which are mitzvahs that are beyond our understanding. In this sicha that Rebbe is going to be discussing, the name of this parsha is mishpatim. Seemingly, it would be dinim that are all understood al pi seichel. And yet, first of all, we have in the parsha the mitzvah of loisavashel gedibach halevim, not cooking milk and meat together, which is clearly a choik. Furthermore, at the very, very end of the parsha, we actually have a description of the whole story of Matan Torah, that which preceded Matan Torah, the way the Yidin said, Nasevenishma, etc., which seemingly is completely, completely not the idea of Chukim at all. So what is going on over here? How do we call this parsha Mishpatim? And yet we have these things that are completely opposite of the idea of Mishpatim. The Rebbe also brings that on the words of Elah Mishpatim, the Razal tell us, and Rashi brings it, Mahari Shoinim Misinai, Af Elu Misinai, the just like the things before Parshas Mishpatim, Parshas Yisrael, the Aseris Adibrois, were said at Har Sinai, these Mishpatim were also said at Har Sinai. Based on this, we would be able to say, especially Chassidus explains, that the idea of this means that just like the first things, Aseris Adibrois, we need to be doing it because Hashem commanded us at Har Sinai. So to the Mishpat we need to do because Hashem commanded us to do so. So we would be able to say, ah, oh, that's the idea of this Parsha being called Mishpatim, because really even Mishpatim are really all about Kabbalah soil. We do them because Hashem wants us to do it. And that fits with Matan Torah and the Isra of Basar Bacholov, etc. The problem, however, is, well, two things. First of all, if anything, it should be the other way around then. When you say the word Mishpatim, it's making it sound like everything has to be done like Mishpatim. That's the name of the Parsha. That means even Matan Torah and even the Basar B'chalav is part of Mishpatim, which makes it sound everything should be done like Mishpatim, not that even Mishpatim should be done like Chukim. In addition to this, the Rebbe says, the Medrash actually has another Pirush as well, that these Mishpatim were actually not said at all at Harsinai. They were actually said in Moro, which means really it's before Matan Torah, these things. So that wouldn't really fit very well with what we just said, that Mishpatim are also Misinai. The Rebbe also asks, in regards to this idea, that at the end of Mishpatim, we have the Parsha of Matan Torah, the Rebbe says it seems very strange. Besides the fact that why is it included in Parsha Mishpatim, um, the Rebbe asks, isn't the whole Chiddush of Matan Torah more things that are beyond logic, beyond Seichel? Even before Matan Torah, we were doing already, and we should have been doing things that make sense to do. As the Gemara says, that even if Torah wouldn't have been given, there's many of these things that we should we should have been doing. So clearly, these are things that apply even before Matan Torah. So why is it that Mishpatim over here are being mentioned? So in other words, so that's sorry. So that's the Chiddush of Matan Torah is really about things that are completely, completely beyond logic. Furthermore, we know the whole way of Matan Torah was given was with all the commotion and with all the sounds and so on and so forth. In other words, a tremendous godly revelation that's higher than the seichel of the person. So what should have been right after Matan Torah? Not Mishpatim. Seemingly what should have come after Parshas Yisra, Matan Torah is Dinam of Chukim. Yes, it's true. We have to do even Mishpatim 
we have to know it's Mahar Sinai, but first you should be focusing on the Chukim, those things that are higher than Seichel completely. So in order to explain all of this, what the Rebbe says is, the Rebbe focuses on an interesting Shalom, where the Shalom says on the Pasuk and the Shiro, Simply, this is my God and I will beautify him. This is my God, the God of my father, and I will exalt him. The Shalot translates as follows. When Zekeli, when Hashem is my God, that means he came through my understanding, my knowledge, then the Anveyu, the Shalot says it's a combination of two words. Anivu, then I am and I and Hashem are together united. However, if Elikeyovi, if Hashem is only my God because he's my father's God, then Varoimemenu, then he's exalted, he's removed, he's somewhere up there. Which is really the idea of, we have something called emuna, something in emuna, something that's passed down from our fathers or that we have part of us ingrained inside of us. And then there's our yidiyah, our own knowledge, which really makes it very, very much part of us. The Rebbe, however, asks, seemingly the order then should have been in the Pasuk the other way around. What comes first? First comes my emuna that I have from my fathers and that's ingrained in me, or a gili from Hashem. So that's Eloikeyov, you should be first. Then comes my understanding, Zekeli. So why is the order the other way around? Now you might say that Zekeli van Veyu means even after I have all of my knowledge of Hashem, I still need to always fall back, Elikei and go also to my Amuna. I can't just stay with my Seichel. That's very nice, but we should have still started off first with Amuna also, not only Seichel, then Amuna. So the Rebbe says, we know that the whole tachlis of Matan Torah is that there should be the unity between al and Tachtoinim. Hashem coming down to this world, we are elevated to go up. However, says the Rebbe, when there is the Gilui of al coming down to our world, the Gilui of Hashem to our world, it's really a matter of the world becoming bottled, becoming nullified. The people tremble, the mountain trembles, the Neshamis of the Eden go flying out of their bodies. The world is not a keli for it yet. The ultimate of Matan Torah is when Tachtoinim Yalulayoinim, when the lower realms go up. In other words, with their own koyach, with their own ability. Yes, before that we have to have koyach from Hashem. That's why Hashem comes down first. But the ultimate is that the person should be elevated to go upwards. Says the Rebbe, this idea, these two perspectives of an alien coming down or the Tachtoin going up is again these two ideas what the Shalah speaks about. There's the Amuna that comes from above which in a certain way is nullifying the person. The person can't, is, it's very distant from the person. It didn't become integrated with him. And that's why the ultimate is when Zekeli, when it becomes mine, when the Tachtoin is going up to the Elyon. However, we understand that as much as the Tachtoin is going up to the Elyon, there is the knowledge that always still, of course, needs to be based on the Amunah, which is going to guide the Seichel, guide the knowledge to go in the right direction. Says that Rebbe, now we can understand the order of the parshis of what's going on over here. We first have Yisroi, we have the parsha of Matan Torah, then comes Mishpatim, the idea of my own seichel, my own logic fusing with Hashem seichel. In other words, the person himself being elevated to understanding Elikus with his own seichel. Says the Rebbe, now we'll also understand another beautiful thing. We have what Rashi says. Af Elu Sinai, the idea of being remembering always that Torah and Mitzvah is coming from Sinai. We have what the Medrash says, that no, this is given from Moro, this is given even before Matan Torah. These are the logical Mitzvahs we should be doing on our own. The idea being is that a person is beginning levels of learning, like which Rashi is doing, Pshat, 
at this point the foundation must be Messina. Even logical things I'm purely doing because Hashem wants. But then afterwards when a person is elevated to a higher level of Avoidah, he has already his own understanding and later he comes to his Avos Hashem and Yiras Hashem, now he has to start working with his Seichel and it should really be coming because I understand this is the right thing. It became part of who I am. Now, the Rebbe goes on to say that, let's go back to the Shalom. What did the Shalom say? We started with the Seichel and then Amunah. Why don't we start first with the bases, with the Amunah? So the Rebbe says, because that Amunah is not coming from the person himself. When the Yidin are singing Shira, where does Avoid of the person start? That starts with Zekeli, with my God, my idea, my understanding. Then comes always going back afterwards to the Amunah that follows. The first Amunah is not counted over here because that's what the Abishta gives the Yidin. That's the Elyon again nullifying the person. The whole idea is that the person works his way up to first have his understanding of Alikus and then ultimately even reach to that those things that are higher than Seichel as well. And the idea that Abish says over here is, in other words, that the concept is that we always must after the Seichel, take even those things that are higher than Seichel, once my Metzis became one with Hashem, now I can even take those things that are higher than Seichel, and that can become part of me as well. The Rebbe says, this is the idea that we have. By Chassidus as well, we have a similar concept. The Rebbe says a beautiful idea. We first have Gilu Teiris Chassidus in general, where the Baal Shem was Megalad, the way it's coming from above. And then comes Torah's Chassidus Chabad, which the Al-Trebbe brought down into our Seichel. Of course, once we have it in our Seichel, and Chochmah Bina Daz, the ultimate is that we're not just staying with the Seichel. Once the person became one with Hashem, now even those things that are higher than his understanding could also come into the person without the person losing his full identity. So maybe just to summarize and to go back to the way the Rebbe looks and the idea of what's happening in Parshat's Mishpatim is yes, it's all called Mishpatim. Because the whole focus of the idea is that it becomes part of our Seichel, part of our understanding, and that when it becomes part of our understanding, even the Nasev and Nishma, even the Matan Torah are now able to become part of the person himself without the person losing his Mitzis.